Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at the carb cycling diet and started looking at diets in general and how you can lose weight with a diet and what you, how much weight you can expect to lose with a diet and how to do that healthy. This week, I'm taking the week off, so we're going to have a best of about goal setting because as the new year approaches, people want to start to set goals, and we often do it wrong and set ourselves up for failure. So here are some tips on goal setting for your New Year's resolution time. How much exercise do we really need? The guidelines are 30 minutes per day, five days a week of moderate to vigorous exercise. And two of those days should be some form of strength training. Now, that's pretty simple. Well, what's moderate exercise? Now, if you want to get really scientific and determine what moderate exercise is, you can buy a heart rate monitor and wear it, and you can calculate your maximum heart rate and all that. Good definition of moderate exercise is you can carry on a conversation with someone with you know a little bit of breathing in there, but you can't sing happy birthday. What's vigorous exercise? Not only can you not sing, you have to gasp for air in your sentences. You know, you're having trouble carrying on long sentences. That's pretty simple. Now, if 30 minutes a day is asking too much of you, you realize that you can break this down into three 10-minute blocks of exercise and still get the same benefits. So really, it's not asking for a whole lot from us. So how are we doing? Well, in a word, off. As a society, 53% of us get in the aerobic exercise, you know, the, the walking, the biking, the running, the swimming, whatever. That's only about half the people that get in the aerobic exercise. And then when you include the strength training part so that you get in your two days of strength training, we're down to 23.2% of the people. That, that's less than one-fourth. So like I said before, we're doing pretty awful as a society. The best group is the 18 to 24-year-old males. They get it. 40% of them get it. 75-year-old females and above, 8%. And the big problem with this is most of this is self-reported and almost everyone, well, lies and says that they do more exercise than they really do. So what's the problem? Why are we not getting in the exercise that we need to as a society? Some people believe, well, I'm active at work, I stand at a machine all day, I I do an active job, so I don't really need to exercise. However, activity and exercise are not the same thing, so you really do need to exercise. Some people just they they kid themselves they believe that they really are in good shape they oh i'm i'm fine they they remember back when they were in high school they were an athlete and they still think of themselves in that way whether it's true or not but for the majority of people if you ask why don't you get in enough exercise why why don't you exercise they're going to give you the same excuse and it's i don't have time the excuse of i don't have time sounds really really good when you say it it's something that we all use we say it a lot however you you make time for the things that you truly care about the problem is most of us just don't really care that much about exercise there are several reasons i can think of that we don't get in enough exercise one big thing is that our the doctors just don't stress exercise. They they give you medicines for whatever's wrong with you. They realize that exercise is important, but they just don't put a lot of emphasis on it. 
Another one is that you just don't realize you need it. You had your last physical, told you everything was fine about your blood work. Eh, yeah, you've put on a couple of pounds or, you know, you may not. It may be a little more effort to go up a flight of stairs or whatever, but you, you think you're doing fine. But in all reality, most of us know we need exercise and we think we'll probably do it at some time. But the reason we don't is it, it just isn't fun. Now, I realize when you when you talk about personality types, if any of you ever seen the disc personality type, if you're on the left side of the disc personality type, you don't care whether it's fun or not. You set a goal, you stick to it. That's fine. But the rest of us, you need just a little more motivation. You need it to be fun. You need some success. So I'm going to give you a few tips on how to make it a little more enjoyable and how to have a little more success with your exercise program. Because when you first start exercising, you're not going to see tremendous gains. You probably won't notice a whole lot of difference in the way you look and your physical appearance. And that gets discouraging to a lot of people. So here's some things to start with. First, I want you to set a small goal. Then I want you to cut that goal in half. And then I want you to cut that goal in half again. Now that sounds kind of counterproductive. Everybody tells you you need to set these really big goals and strive for them. But, but I really believe that big goals lead to discouragement. Someone once introduced me to a work associate that was wanting to do an Ironman triathlon. And since I was doing shorter distance triathlons at the time, very slowly, I might add, they introduced him to me so we could discuss um, the triathlon training. So I started asking him, have you mapped out you know, where your first sprint triathlon is going to be, where your uh, Olympic distance triathlon, your half Ironman, some of these to lead up to to get you some practice so that you know what's going on whenever you do your uh, Ironman triathlon. No, those are, those are no good. All I want to do is an Ironman triathlon. And he started working out and, and he was working out in an effort to do an Ironman triathlon. It did not pace himself and got really discouraged after the first couple of weeks and, and just quit. Another example on the flip side of that is let's say that you decide that you're going to go out and you're going to run for two miles. Although you've never run before in your life, you think two miles is a doable amount. Let's cut that in half and make it down to one mile. And then you cut that in half again and make it to a half mile. Now, if you go out and run and you make it three quarters of a mile, if you'd set the goal for two miles, you're devastated. It doesn't matter that you did a great job. You went out. You should be ecstatic that you made it that far. But you're devastated because you didn't come anywhere close to your goal. But if your goal was a half mile and you made it three quarters of a mile, amazing. You, you went way farther than your goal. So setting the small goals gives you a, a sense of accomplishment. Every small win that you have, every one of these small goals that you reach, you need to celebrate them. Every little celebration. I mean, even if it's just you pump your fist and go, yes, I did it. Pat yourself on the back. You can even high five yourself. Every one of those little celebrations releases dopamine in your brain. And dopamine's a feel-good chemical. Your brain will get to the point that it really looks forward to whenever you accomplish that little goal and you, you give that yes or whatever. It gets a reward. And those little celebrations can actually become addictive so that you'll look forward to doing the workout or the exercise or whatever instead of, oh my gosh, I've got to get out and go exercise again. When you celebrate these small goals, make sure that your reward is equal to your accomplishment. You know, if you go out and you run three quarters of a mile, remember, small goals, small rewards. Don't go out and eat something that has 500 calories in it to celebrate burning 50 calories. You're going the wrong direction there. So what I want you to do is if you're not an exerciser, if you're someone who just it's not 
on your radar that you exercise, I want you to set a really small goal. Maybe walk to the end of your driveway twice, um, if, unless you've got like a really long driveway. I want you to set a really small goal. Then I want you to cut it in half. Then I want you to cut it in half again. Then I want you to see if you can accomplish the goal and then give yourself a big pat on the back and tell yourself what a great job you've done. Although I did just realize that if you set the goal to walk to the end of your driveway twice and you cut it in half, that's once, and cut it in half again, you're stuck at the end of your driveway. So logistically, you probably need to make sure you set a goal that doesn't leave you standing at the end of your driveway or out in the middle of a field somewhere. But whatever it is, set it, reach it, celebrate it. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Next week, we're going to look into some of the ideas that can make your exercise even more enjoyable and help you reach your fitness goals. Until then, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.